0: you looking to pursue excellence and take your success to the next level? You're in the right place. Welcome to Excellence Mindset with your host, Ryan James Miller. What up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Excellence Mindset podcast. Uh, I am recording this on the same day it's going live. Happy Valentine's Day to everybody. If you're watching this on video, it's going to be up on YouTube soon. Uh, and wearing a pink shirt, representing, got a little bit of red in the background, doing what I can to show and spread a little bit of love. So, it's been a minute since I recorded a, um, a live uh, a video, actually a real time video. So, I guess that that's the case too. Uh, but it's also been a minute since I've just recorded um, an episode solo. Uh, uh, had a lot of great guests on lately. I have uh, done some, uh, Uh, somewhat different uh, types of episodes with some friends. uh, But I'm back today doing it solo. And so I wanted to share a little bit about what's been going on with me um, if I've got some time. But more importantly, I have been uh, really interested in um, having more questions thrown at me, uh, and taking as little time as possible to answer them. Uh, so I haven't figured out the format I'm going to do that in. Maybe uh, you can make some suggestions there. Uh, not that I am the end-all be-all, not that I'm the smartest guy in the room, uh, but I feel like um, I do well when, uh, when asked questions and being helpful and getting people to understand uh, what those questions are. So I decided to take to LinkedIn for that. Uh, just a little bit ago, I, I had to go into a meeting. And before I did that, I went on to LinkedIn and basically there, uh, which is uh, one of my, uh, is my largest uh, audience and community. I just posed a question, uh, you know, if you, were to, uh, if you were to ask a question, Um, You know, what would it be? So what I really said was, um, so you can get a little bit of clarity here is, um, you know, in in hopes for contribution to the podcast, I wanted to collect as many as 20 questions, which was just overreaching, both because uh, getting at many people to ask a question would be challenging, uh, but we'd be here all day. And I want this to be a little bit more concise of an episode, I think at least. So um, I said that I was looking for tough, fun, interesting, or even controversial questions to ask, open to questions about business, family, relationships, goals, performance, uh, politics, faith, food, anything else, you name it, uh, I I, I was down to ask, or I was down to answer. So I got actually a couple of really, really good questions. I haven't had a chance to think about them too much, but I'm just going to fire away and hope that I don't absolutely um, blow it uh, in the way that I answer, or um, I don't know, just uh, just uh, get totally stumped because I haven't had a t- enough time to think about it. So. Uh, The first question that I was asked uh, was from uh, Patrick Ward. Patrick and I have been connected on LinkedIn for a while, so shout out to you, Patrick. Uh, He's been a guest on the podcast in the past. That was a super fun episode. I forget uh, how long ago that was, but it's been a while. Uh, So Patrick um, uh, said he was going to challenge me with this question. He says, how do we continue to use the language of optimism in business particularly as consultants, to gain new clients when it has been um, uh, copied by scammers and fake gurus. I think that's the word he was using there. Uh, Maybe he used... No, maybe that's it. Anyway... So basically, how how do we continue to be optimistic and use those words uh, in the midst of an arena in which everybody is preaching optimism, uh, preaching um, woo woo and rah rahs? Is I'm sure you know kind of where Patrick's going there. This is a question that, um, or, or or a big issue that I have actually. So um, I've I've mentioned this sometimes on the podcast. Oftentimes in other uh, other places that I share content on uh, LinkedIn, on YouTube, and I have a serious problem with the number of people attempting to motivate uh, out there today, not because one person has the right to inspire or motivate and another doesn't, but more so my problem is that people are using... The current mantra and message of today to attract an audience and ultimately to attract business to themselves. So, um... It's, it's it's been something I've constantly thought about because that is my message. If you've followed me for any period of, you t- of time, you hear me preaching over and over again, this need to be authentic, this desire uh, to be real, to be honest. I tell people that I am an open book with many torn pages, I've said that numerous times, and then I try to live that out to the best of my ability. And clearly, I'm not perfect. I'm going to screw up and make mistakes and uh, maybe hurt somebody in the process, hopefully unintentionally, um, but I want to be real, and, and, and I want people to be known. As a matter of fact, uh, somewhere around here, I'm getting ready to launch uh, a brand uh, within my business called Be Authentic. Got some uh, uh, some gear that's getting printed up, hats and shirts, and I just I want people to know that that's who I am, and that's what I strive for in all areas of life. So how do I separate myself? I'm just going to put myself right into the mix. How do I separate myself from all the garbage out there of people BSing their way into authenticity, into positivity and transparency? I guess it's two things. One is, is I need to do a better job of um, not caring what other people are saying. And that's really hard for me. Like Patrick, I, I know him well enough to know that I'm sure he would support this very well. We can't control the nonsense that other people are claiming out there. We can't um, we can't call BS necessarily uh, on uh, what they say versus what they do. Um, it's just it's it's a it's going to be a big struggle for us. And I really believe that at the end of the day, it's pretty unhelpful for us to do that. So. Uh, I guess my first piece of advice and first answer then is we've got to try and uh, look in the other direction uh, as often as possible. But at the same time, with that in mind with, with, with the with the truth that it's happening out there and our desire to want to be positive and optimistic, how, how do we prove, I guess is a good way to say it? How do we prove that that we're real? Um, this is going to be so silly, but it's like, just be real. Um, we we want people that are following us, that know us. Um, we want them to believe our words. We want them to believe that we're authentic, that we're honest, that we're real. But we want it right now. And I think that that's asking too much of people. Um, Uh, probably more so than any reason because they've been burned in the past. They've been hurt. Um, They've got reasons why they're guarded in some sense and rightfully so. And so instead of, um, and and not that Patrick would say this, but like instead of um, expecting that they're going to believe us, let's just prove to them that they can believe us. Like be consistent. If like, don't, don't, You know, if your message is positivity, um, don't fake it. Be honest about the ebbs and flows. Uh, When you struggle with um, being real, uh, be honest about those things. I think that when people see... um, Uh, that we're not all perfect and together i think that that's just that much more of a reason for them to believe that whatever we are saying is the truth Um, when it's all unicorns and rainbows all the time uh, i just don't think that that's the case so um so all that to say ignore the 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 nonsense there's a lot of bs online right now particularly um so ignore that turn away from it try not to let it distract you but keeping in mind the fact that it's happening, we just need to be willing to consistently communicate what it is that we believe, what it is that we're passionate about, um, and, and then just be hopeful that as we build relationships, build trust, uh, that people will see that our voices is real and is truthful and is authentic, uh, whatever that message may be. Um, uh, because uh, again, whether it's positivity, optimism, uh, all I want to do is add value to people. Uh, I'm there for my clients first. I put everybody else before myself. Like anybody can say those things. It's a whole nother thing to really do them. So hope that's helpful uh, at least to some degree. Um, I could probably go on and on about that, uh, but for the sake of time, I'm not going to be able to. Um, if you have any other questions there, if you've got, if you've got some comments, uh, I would love to hear them. You can uh, email them to me. You can drop them in a comment uh, on YouTube or, uh, or wherever else you end up hearing this podcast. Um, okay, next question uh, that was asked uh, was by a woman by the name of Sandy Smith on LinkedIn. And she said, what is your opinion on when people say it's not personal, just business? Um, gosh, that's a good question. So my first thought is that's coming from somebody that wants to pull a jerk move on on somebody else, but they just want to blame it on something else. Um, You know, when you uh, have to screw somebody over uh, at work you just shift the blame to somebody else. Oh, my boss just told me to do it. Oh, that's just the corporate's telling us we have to do that. Like that's just a way to deflect responsibility and to um, separate humanity from the decisions that we're making. Um, Interestingly enough, um, I was consulting uh, for a client and um, uh, one of the uh, owners of the company uh, didn't like to be in, and actually refused to be in exit interviews, uh, termination um, discussions with their employee because um, they just they didn't want any part of that. And I felt like that that was potentially a deflection me- mechanism. So much so that when um, there was an opportunity to potentially let somebody go or deliver really bad news, at least uh, they wanted me to do it. And I decided that that was a good opportunity for that uh, owner to step in. And what was so fascinating was as I coached the owner through how to have the conversation and then the employee through how to have the conversation separately, I did that. They went into one another and were able to almost completely resolve their issue. And the employee ended up walking away with not only uh, their job, but actually more reward which was crazy and so that was about bringing humanity to what we try and uh, do in transaction and we are in the people business we're in the people world uh, we we cannot detach humanity from the decisions we're making and from the things that we're saying and so um, i guess Sandy, to answer that question just bluntly it's people are making an excuse for not wanting to deal with the humane side of whatever the situation is and again there there may be times that people are doing that um, with good intention like um, you know you're friends with your employee and um, you got to let him go And so you feel like just saying, well, it's not personal, it's just business is helpful. But again, that's not the case. Like, that is not helpful. You're far better off explaining to them why they're in the situation they're in or why the decision had to be made. It's better for them. It's better for you. We don't need to be deflecting difficult conversations. We need to lean into them. We need to learn how to handle them and have them. And through that, they're going to grow. We're going to grow. We're just going to be far better as a result of that. So um, the cynical side of me says it's always just because of negativity and people being jerks, but I know it's not. I know there's good intention sometimes. All right. Uh, Another question that came up. um, Gosh, I wish I would have uh, planned for this one. So Harrison Kelly, uh, he was on LinkedIn. Uh, He responded, thank you for doing that. He says, uh, with your experiences, uh, what are you surprised that you didn't know early on? Meaning, What's something that seems super obvious to you now, but wasn't super apparent when you were early on in your career? Buddy, the the list goes like on and on and on. Um, There are so many things. I think of um, the first time I stepped into a real professional role was back in 1997 or 1998. I think 1998 was my first like, professional sales job, um, I didn't know anything. And, all, and then um, I thought that the art of selling was just talking people into things and being schmoozy and charismatic about it. And so for a long time, as a matter of fact, I succeeded by doing that. Like, I never wanted to hurt anybody, per se. I never wanted to do something with a lack of integrity. Um, but at the same time, I knew how to convince people um, to do what I wanted them to do. And so I did that. Um, later on, um, another big thing that um, that I ran into and didn't realize until so much later was um, um I thought that the more independent I was, the better off I was. And so I did things on my own. I wanted to be the number one guy. I really didn't want anybody's feedback, though sometimes I would allow that to happen and some people were able to break through. But I did not gain my first true professional mentor until I was in my mid 30s. And like, no, probably my early, early 30s, but like, that's crazy. That is such a huge mistake, and I feel like I missed out on a significant opportunity to be far much farther along, just from a professional development and personal development standpoint um, than I am now. So, like those are a couple of things that I wish I knew um, or wish I realized a lot sooner. But I think above all else, and this is going to be the one that actually goes back to something that that. Was brought up when I was talking about what Patrick asked um, is our whole mission in life. I believe, uh, I'm convinced of our whole mission in life is to love for, love on, care for, support, and encourage other people, to truly be there for them, to add value to their life, to help. Provide wisdom and insight, like to, to in whatever gifts and talents we have to contribute to them. Um, and so I wish that I realized sooner how valuable people were. Um, and I don't mean like how valuable they are to me in the sense of like if I would have realized that sooner, I'd have got more out of them. But I, oops, I just feel like if I would have, um, if I would have understood sooner how important it is to just care for people and support people, especially in the professional world. I think in the personal world uh, we get that a lot sooner. Um, but in the professional world, if I would have understood sooner this idea of giving everything I can to every single person I come into contact with, without expecting anything in return. Um, I, I know that I would be a better human being. I would probably be more successful professionally. Uh, Um, there, there's just so much, so much more that I would benefit as the result. Um, I think it was Zig Ziglar that one time said, um, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll get what you want. And so people take that as, well, if I give, then I get. And, and, and I know that from everything I've read of Zig Ziglar, like that's not what he was talking about. He was really talking about this idea. Like if you contribute everything you can to everybody you can, eventually you will feel that sense of fulfillment that you are after. Because we're not actually after the sale, the title, the role, the place in life, the material thing. We're after the feeling. We're after that sense of joy, accomplishment, fulfillment. Like, those are the things we're after. Ultimately, I call that freedom. Like, that is when we fully experience freedom is when we have achieved the things that we desire, and it's producing the life that we want. So... Um, that is probably the most important thing to me. That's, that's a mantra that's talked about a lot now. Uh, guys like Gary Vaynerchuk are really big about talking about having empathy and, uh, adding value. And so that, 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 that's being parroted a lot. I just don't think that's really being acted upon a lot. And I know for me, that's something that I absolutely, uh, wish that I would have known sooner. Um, and yet I don't. Um, so thank you for that Harrison. Uh, by the way, Uh, If you're listening to this podcast, uh, go hit up Harrison online, Harrison Kelly, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. Last name is Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y on LinkedIn. Uh, He said that uh, he just recently graduated college and he's looking to do uh, content and consulting. And so I think he's looking to grow, develop. And so anybody that connects with him, I'm sure would be a huge blessing to him. Um, I'm talking like I have like millions of followers, uh, whoever you are out there that listens to this, please, please go hit up Harrison and, and really everybody that I've talked about because I appreciate them contributing to me. And this is a way I can contribute back to them. Um, lastly, uh, the last question that I want to uh, talk about here as my cell phone's ringing and I'm trying to read off of it is, um, uh, Michael, uh, a I think that's how you say his last name. Sorry, Michael, if I butchered that, uh, he says, how do you define success? um first i say that everybody's going to define it a little bit different and that's okay um i think there are some poor definitions and i think there are some things that we need to be really careful of when we think about success um but for me success and and again this is going to more often than not be be attributed to uh, the professional side of life because uh, that's where we see it uh, most often Um, but I define success as kind of what I said earlier, which is freedom. Um, I I've done okay financially at different times in my life. Um, we've driven nice cars. We owned a home. Um, I say we because uh, we've lost those things. Some of those things have come back, um, but like I I I've chased big numbers. Um, I you know I wanted to always be uh, blowing out sales goals, making everybody proud, winning awards. Um, and, and there's nothing that is in and of them, of any one of those things wrong. Um, but for me, I was losing sight of, I think what was most important and what was most important to me was my life, um, I didn't have that altogether uh, until maybe 10 years ago, and then it's slowly been progressing since then. Um, but for me now, success equals freedom um, or, or I, 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 like success to me means that I am free. And so what do I mean by that? Because I think that's that's helpful for people to kind of hear kind of where I come from there. So um, I, I have an idea of what I want my life to look like. Um, I don't want to grind every single day for the rest of my life. Um, I don't have a problem working hard, hitting it hard, doing what needs to be done. I'm in a cycle of that right now. It's pretty chaotic. Um, but I don't have a problem doing that. Uh, and at the same time, that that's not what I desire. I want some balance. I want some some good comfortable flow I want to be able to go play golf on a Friday morning um, from time to time I want to um, I, I want to just be able to step through the rhythms rhythms of my life without the pressure of needing to um, grind it out day in and day out um, so achieving that um, that feeling that experience and that rhythm uh, that to me, is achieving success. That that's one area of freedom for me. Another area of freedom for me, and I don't I, I don't put a specific number to this, but I don't want to have to worry about uh, where um, our next dollar comes from as a family. I want to make sure that, uh, and I strive to make sure that all of our bills are taken care of, that we give. Uh, to our local church and a couple of other um, um, uh, groups uh, and things that we believe in that we save and, uh, and are saving in such a way that hopefully we can we can have some money for retirement um, and, and then that that we can take a vacation you know we, we have to manage a lifestyle but um, it doesn't have to get crazy um, but I want to be able to do that. My daughter just turned 18 we bought her a car I wanted to be able to do that so, Um, In that, as it relates to kind of the financial side of things, freedom for me means I don't have to worry about making those decisions. I still want to be wise. I don't want to be frivolous, uh, but I want to be able to step into those types of situations uh, where we need to make a decision around money and and uh, once it's considered to be a wise decision, I just want to be able to do it, and I don't want to have to worry about it. As a coaching consultant, that can be challenging at times because uh, I don't uh, put people into contracts, and so... I have to earn that business every single month, so I need to make sure that I'm consistently earning new clients, uh, that I am adding as much value as I can to them so I don't lose the ones that I do have. Um, I do have a couple of other business um, um, investments that I've made, so um, so I, I've got things set up in order to, 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 to achieve that level of freedom uh, uh, in, in that area. So that's important for me. Um, Outside of that, like, I just want to be happy. Like, I, I want to be joy-filled. I want to be content. Like, we just waste too much time freaking out about everything and, and and sometimes just hustling aimlessly because that's that's like the thing that we're told we need to do. Not the aimlessly part, but like hustle, 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 and so we just go in a, different, a bunch of different directions. Um, that's not what I want. Like, I want to enjoy my life. I, I could die in the middle of recording this podcast or on the way home uh, before I even got to see my wife on Valentine's Day. There's just there's, there's, there's so many things that are so much more important than, than most of the stuff that I freak out and worry about. So um, that to me, Michael, is success. Um, is is finding those freedoms, finding those rhythms, finding those opportunities to live the life that I believe I've been called to live and that I desire to live and will most enjoy living. Um, So Hopefully that was helpful, um, and, and and for each of you uh, that contributed, I think those were the ones that I wanted to cover. I did have a couple more, but I'm coming up on time here, and uh, and, and I don't want to go too much farther. Uh, I would like to continue to do this um, uh, from time to time to answer questions, um, just anything off the wall, crazy. Like there's nothing that's uh, off the table for me, and I'd love for somebody to try and challenge that. Um, but uh, but I just appreciate the opportunity to share some of my life with you guys uh, to help you understand how I'm thinking and how I believe that um, overall again not that I'm the ultimate voice or that I'm always right but as we understand the ways that we're stepping into situations if if we have the right mindset um, that we approach these situations if we have the right intentions um, I feel like. Uh, life will be so much better. I believe that our businesses will be so much better. Um, I think we'll have a lot more clarity in terms of direction on where to go next. I think there's just a lot there um, that will be super duper beneficial uh, for everybody involved. Uh, Definitely everybody that's listening here because uh, I know enough of my audience to know that, that these are the types of things that you guys want out of life as well. Uh, whether that's personal, professional, or otherwise. Um, So I'm gonna wrap. Uh, Thank you guys so much. Uh, It's, uh, like I said, super fun to be able to do things like this. I really do enjoy uh, these types of discussions. Uh, I know it's one way, but uh, really it was two-way because people were piping in the questions. Um, So super stoked on everybody that did that. Thank you very much. Uh, One thing that I wanna just share with you guys, so I'm gonna be running uh, a fun little um, challenge of sorts in, uh, in the month of March. So it's going to go for 30 days from March 1st to March 30th, my birthday month, my anniversary month. So I thought this was an awesome month to have some fun. Um, and it's going to be called the functions 30 challenge functions 30, um, no cost to get involved, but, uh, but the goal here is, is, uh, for everybody to commit, whoever wants to participate one person, 10,000 people, everybody to commit to one person, small habit or discipline for 30 straight days. Hopefully something that maybe they've really wanted to do and haven't been able to do. But if it's something that you are doing and just want to get more consistent in, whatever it may be, there'll be some rhythm. That information will be coming out here really soon um, as well as a place uh, for you to sign up. Uh, But just wanted to let you know now, Functions 30, that challenge is going to launch March 1st. And uh, so probably in the next couple of days, that will go out on social is how you can get involved and what all it's going to entail. And on the back end of that, uh, everybody that participates is going to have an opportunity to win some pretty cool stuff. I feel like the best way to reward good habit is uh, to uh, reward it. Uh, <laughs> kind of just said that twice. But, um, but yeah, I just want to have some fun. Uh, I want to do that together. There's a couple of ideas that I have for myself. So hopefully you want to jump in there. Um, other than that, Thank you guys so much. 30 minutes went a little bit longer than I thought. Hopefully it was helpful for you. I'm open to more questions, comments, concerns, thoughts, whatever you got. Comment, email me, anything you want to do. I'm open with that. Another episode of the Excellence Mindset Podcast in the books. Peace.